For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In fact, we're taking a page from Terry's book when he was governor and when he'd be governor next time. We're emerging from this pandemic. We want to expand pre-K for three- and four-year-olds, millions of pre-care students. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, <laughs> News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. What? Huh? What? Remains a pink, pink K for <laughs> Hashtag, huh? <laughs> yeah, Yo. but if, if you play it backwards, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> if you play it backwards, it says number nine, yeah. number nine. <laughs> He almost sounds like a Monty Python skit, doesn't he? At this point, without without the British accent, you know. Yeah, the the pink the pink 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 K there with Governor. Yeah, you 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 know you know you know you know. Paul is dead. Paul is dead. Wow, it actually made more sense backwards. Can we hear that one more time, Chris? Yeah, you you know you know. <laughs> I like Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. <laughs> right! Right! There's like a dancing dwarf in here. Walking backwards. Dwarf. Hey, well, that shows off to a stunning uh, beginning. Uh, New Sock 550 KTSA. <sighs> I have expected when you play it backwards for him to be saying that Kamala ate all the red M&M's. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to eat all the red M&M's. <laughs> I speak fluent backward ease. What the nip nip zip what the nip zip? All right, to, uh, if you're on drugs right now, this is really messing you up. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And if you're not, you'll want to be in about three minutes. Yeah, this show comes with a hangover. <laughs> you know, you can buy a Picasso for less money than a Hunter Biden painting. You can buy a freaking signed Picasso. For less money than it costs to buy a freaking Hunter Biden painting. And his paintings suck. Looks like carnival spin art. Uh, I saw this. I didn't see Tucker Carlson last night because I was, I was watching the game. But uh, New York Post columnist Miranda Devine. I don't know why. Every time I say Miranda, i got to say it that way. Miranda. New York, <laughs> New York Post columnist Miranda Devine. Uh, was talking, uh, uh, she said, quote, you can buy a Picasso, a signed Picasso, for $400,000, which is cheaper than Hunter Biden's $500,000 paintings. Uh, she told Tucker that uh, uh, she was turned away, from, this is from the Fox News, so she was turned away from Biden's Soho art show for not having an appointment despite her email to make one with gallery owner George, uh, George's, George Burgess. Chris, I guess this will be the infamous gallerist. Uh, he didn't answer any of her emails. They wouldn't let her in. So she went across the road to the Martin Lawrence galleries where she discovered paintings, signed paintings by Picasso, cost $400,000 and a Biden cost $500,000. 
Picasso is on the other side of things out there in a great mystery of life going, I hate you. It's be white privilege. White privilege, I guess. It's because he's Hispanic, isn't it? Because he's Spanish, isn't it? I hate you. I want to come back from... No, I don't even know what accent I'm doing now. It sounded almost, you know, Bulgari- Bulgarian. Uh, Bulgarian. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been to Bulgaria? Everybody's got a pot belly. Uh, so, you know, is there something weird going on with the Hunter Biden art sales? you think there's something maybe a bit off? A guy who's only been painting, if you can call that painting, for a couple of years, maybe a year at best, right, Chris? Year and a half? Costs more than a freaking Picasso? One of the most brilliant artists to ever grace the earth? Have you ever seen a Picasso? Uh, you've seen one right there hanging on the wall there? Gorgeous, man. Some of them are freaking huge, man. So, yeah, I think maybe there's something a little hinky-winky going on. <laughs> Your freaking spin art gets more than a Picasso, man. Something's not quite right. I'm just saying. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Also, the latest... Uh, uh, on the uh, uh, Alec Baldwin uh, tragedy... Uh, two things. Well, they've confirmed, it's now been confirmed, they've been saying projectile, but it's been confirmed that there was a live round in that weapon. Uh, and that's what killed uh, 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 Helena uh, Hutchins. And uh, uh, they've also, they're also, you're starting to hear more and more about charges. Uh, I certainly think we're going to uh, uh, see charges against the armorer. I don't know. That's one of those words I have a hard time saying. Every broadcaster has certain words that, that are just hard for them to say. Like when I say tra- tra- tragedy, armorer is difficult for me. I don't know why. But she's certainly going to have some charges, especially after we talked about my buddy. Um, now, we're friends now, Chris. I'm now friends with the cinematographer. He's cool. He's cool. Uh, and, uh, you know, according to him, nothing was right about this there was nothing right about any of this uh as we found out yesterday you know and i i I hadn't heard this specifically until now until yesterday that you know the armorer uh keeps the weapons offset locked away until the moment they are to shoot the scene and the armorer uh brings the weapon on set and if it's a revolver the cylinder is out if it's a semi, it's got the chamber exposed. You know, you, you, so everyone knows there's nothing in there. And that just didn't happen. And we found out late yesterday, uh, cause the, his question was, how did a live round? So what we found out yesterday, uh, late in the show, right, Chris, is that, uh, uh, some of the dudes had been target shooting, uh, with these weapons offset on their own hours. So they were obviously using live ammo, right? So what I think happened, I mean, this is just me thinking out, you know, thinking, let my mind roam here, is, uh, you know, they, uh, they were putting live ra- rounds in those things. Maybe they thought they'd shot them all and there's one left and the gun that was going to go to Alec Baldwin sat on the table. Nobody ever checked it. From the time that they were shooting, uh, target practice or whatever until the moment it got into his hands, Nobody checked that weapon. Wow. 
210-599-5555. Here's Debbie Webby 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 Webby. Debbie Webby Webby. Debbie Webby. Debbie Debbie Debbie. I don't know why I'm just in a silly ass mood today today. This thing with uh, Biden's pictures is nothing more than a smoke screen to cover up money that he's gotten. Yeah. Say that if they uh, sell one at a gallery, that he's been selling them for a long time to hide the money he's got. That's all it is. Yeah, I agree. And and why would you when you have an art show? What is this? You you know this invitation only art show. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> I concur. Uh, thank you so much, Debbie. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Can I be honest with you? I really want wanted to start the show off with the chicken head story. I just really did, but I, I felt I had to do some hard news before I start talking about the chicken head in the chicken wings. <laughs> you know why? Because I just like saying chicken head. So like, there's this chick out there in, in Pennsylvania. I bet she has freckles. And uh, there's, there's this chicken in, in Pennsylvania. She goes to a local pizza joint. She orders some wings, right? And she gets home, and there's a damn chicken head in her wings. And she took a picture of it, and it looks ridiculous. Chris, have you guys seen the picture of the chicken head? Don Morgan, ain't that funny? It's a damn chicken It's just a little chicken head. She found a chicken head in the wings, man. Deep, deep fried chicken head. A deep fried chicken head. I'm thinking the chicken did the dab right before its head. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you weirdo. God. <laughs> <laughs> Take a bow. Well, I mean, you know, oh, I, I mean, you know, what's, what's even funnier about the story and she takes a picture of it. It looks ridiculous, man. Its eyes be all burned out, man. What you looking at? <laughs> and, and she posts it. And the internet being the inter- internet, people are immediately, what, you didn't know that wings came from chickens? It's like, well, of course she does. She's like, no, I posted it because it was weird and funny. Well, somebody didn't know that wings come from chickens. You know, she's getting all that kind of crap. Right. But I, I guess the the point of the the photo is a it was funny b when you order chicken wings, you don't expect other parts of the chicken to appear in the packaging. <laughs> I'm assuming that's probably yeah. why she found it amusing. At least she didn't find a chicken ass in her wings. <laughs> At least they got the right end. I got the better end. What that we know of? We know of. <laughs> right. well, maybe probably be white meat. <laughs> This show's already ridiculous. We just started and this show is ridiculous, man. If you look at the picture of the chicken head, the chicken looks looks look, look. The chicken head, his mouth is slightly agape like it went, Ow! Ow, it's really hot in here. Buck, 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 hot, hot, hot. Okay, uh, G10, what's the most bizarre thing Could you've you ever... Please give me a drink of water. It's getting a little steamy in here, Brock. Um, I'm allergic to lemon pepper. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's great. Good. Drop some mic. All right. What's the strangest thing you've ever found in your food? 210 <laughs> 
It does. It just has this look of sheer pain. Uh, if a chicken can express pain. Oh. All right. It's uh, saying, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which is chickenese for, ow, owie, owie, owie. Let me tell you about Stevens Roofing. Chickenese. <laughs> deep breath, Sean, deep breath. It's not Friday yet. Just winging it. We're just winging it. You're foul. Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. <laughs> Bach. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is our dumb little show. I still feel like doing anything serious today. Uh, the University of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's got a university. Why aren't they smarter in Pittsburgh? Uh, they have a, uh, let's see, they put out a, put out a gender-inclusive, non-sexist language guidelines and resources page <laughs> on their website from the Office for Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion. God, don't you get sick of this crap? Terms to use to avoid sexist language. Terms to use to avoid... You know, maybe you guys ought to, ought to focus a little bit more on simple composition, you know, sentence structure. Terms to use to avoid sexist language. Uh, let's see here. Mankind. Do not say mankind. Do not say chairman. Freshman. Ladies and gentlemen. That's all sexist language that is considered language not to use. They actually put language to, they have two columns. Language to use, language not to use. Language to use humankind instead of mankind. Chair or chairperson instead of chairman. First year student instead of freshman. Let's see here. Lower division, upper division, undergraduates, instead of upperclassmen, lowerclassmen. Oh, God. Language to use, administrator. Language not to use, secretary or clerk. What? Secretary or clerk. There's no, there's no, there's no gender reference at all in secretary or clerk. Right? If you have a male secretary of state, you're not calling him abroad. You know what I mean? You're not saying he's a chick. Bach. Uh, let's see here. L listen to this crap. Language to use. Colleagues. Guests. All. Yins. What the hell does that mean? Is that a word? They say yins. What? Ewins? Yins? No, it's Y-I-N-Z. Instead of ladies and gentlemen. What, what the hell? I've never heard of that word. Chris, have you, is that, has anybody ever heard that word before? Yins? Yins. Uh, friends, people, students, or folks. Brilliant, man. What is now I'm yins? Yeah, look that up now. 
Chris, you, can you look that up for me while I go through more of this? Um, also, you are not to say stewardess. Um, who the hell says stewardess anymore? It's saying it's from Western Pennsylvania. Yins? They say, how Yins guys doing? Oh, God. <laughs> Come on, man. How Yins doing? Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous, man. Second person plural pronoun. Second person plural pronoun. Yins? Is that what the Amish call people? Hey, hey, Chris, speaking of the Amish, they make really great fake fireplaces and jams. But what's this? Clip-clop, 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 bang! Clip-clop, clip-clop, it's an Amish drive-by. Ride-by. <laughs> Ride-by. Here's some uh, some lingo. No one is ordering you to use this language. Oh, thank you, Jesus. No one is ordering you to use this language. However, some people are asking you to be considerate of their wishes and sensibilities. I think you know what they can do with their wishes and sensibilities. In short, it's merely politeness. Pol- politeness is about consideration for other people. You think? You are free not to use this language. Parentheses, it is merely a suggestion for those who would like to know how people would like to handle such things. You know, I don't know who this person who wrote this is, but they're a grown-ass adult, and they need to go back to school and learn some more English skills. Like, totally. Like, right. Stuart, you're not supposed to say, nobody says stewardess anymore. I want to go like, to the University of Pittsburgh and just start calling people sweetie and babe and, uh, you know, hey, sweetheart, I got your sexist language guide. I'm going to check it out, okay? Okay, sweet meat, sweet cheeks. <laughs> What's that? Now, go, go make me a sandwich. What? Toots. 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 Chicks love it when you call them toots. Yeah, thanks for the guide, toots. <laughs> go make me a sandwich. Bach. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. It's Lenny Kravitz. Kravitz. He's about this tall. He's a short dude. Um. Hey, let's talk about bisexuals. Uh. An op-ed piece on NBC. Start talking smack about Senator Kristen, Kirsten, Kristen, sorry, Kristen Cinema, who's a demipuke out of Arizona. You know where you love her. There's a couple of things I like about her. And uh, she's a bad bisexual, apparently, because she's not supporting the, the Build Back Better plan. It makes her a bad bisexual. Wouldn't that be a naughty bisexual? <laughs> Those are the fun kind. Um, sorry. Uh, Luz Alptraum, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, and I don't care, is also bisexual. And uh, she writes a column, uh, but because uh, uh, she is resisting the Build Back Better plan, she is no longer a bi-icon. She is an unreliable centrist and a self-absorbed democratic turncoat. So they're saying bi <laughs> Quote, instead of a brash bisexual icon willing and able to stand up to the far right, she's now seen as an unreliable centrist, a self-absorbed Democratic turncoat, more more f- fixated on getting attention and lining her own pockets 
than uplifting her community. No longer a bi icon, she's now held up as a cautionary tale about the limits of representation. Bi women are constantly told we're untrustworthy, that our attraction to multiple genders means we're more likely to cheat. Well, uh, <laughs> we're called greedy for finding more than one gender attractive, confusing for liking more than one gender, and self-absorbed because apparently our brains are unable to think about much beyond our own sexual gratification. Well, you're bisexual, man. You're, you're twice as worked up. I'm just saying. Within the LGBTQ community, bisexuals can be viewed as fair-weather members at best Likely to bail the second we stop having fun. <laughs> the grown-ass adult writing is crap. Media outlets might not be talking about cinema sex life, but her political reputation as greedy, unreliable, and attention-seeking echoes many of the stereotypes my community has been dealing with for years. I, 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 I'm 54. I've never heard a bisexual person called greedy. I don't... I don't they, See, people who go off on tangents like this, they end up reinforcing the very stereotypes they say they're fighting. Beyond that, I don't think there is such a thing as bisexual. I'm just going to say it. I don't think there are bisexual people. I don't think, let me, let me say that one more time. I don't think there are bisexual people. I think you're either gay or you're straight. You're either gay or you're straight. And if you hop in a sack with somebody of your own gender, you're gay. <laughs> Doesn't mean that on occasion you might not want to try the other side. I'm just saying. Maybe you're only half gay. I don't know. Can he be half gay? So anyway, because and this is a, a par for the course for the for the liberal idiots of this country. It's like if you don't vote Democrat, you're not really black, right? You can't you're, if you're black and you vote Demo, if you if you're black and you vote Republican, you're not really black, right? You lose your blackness. And apparently if you're a, a, a gay chick or a bisexual chick and you don't support uh, everything the Democrats want to do, right, Don Morgan, then you, you're not a good bi. You're not a good bisexual. You're a bad, bad bisexual. Bad. You're bad bisexual. You're not really bisexual. You're not really gay because you don't support Joe Biden. You know, it's just it's so noxious. <laughs> it really is. It's so tiresome, this kind of crap. This is why you are losing a lot of the communities that you have depended on uh, and, and, and just took their votes for granted for a long, long time. Because the Democrats reduce everybody to labels and, you know, it, did you just hear that throat noise? Oh, I'm sorry. I had a little swig of water, and so it made me a little gas. I got a little, little air bubble in my chest. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're the most racist, misogynist, homophobic weirdos on the planet calling everybody else the same thing. You know, you're not really, you can't really be gay if you don't vote Democrat. You can't really be gay if you don't support everything that Democrats want to do. It's like, you know what, I don't know, I don't know who this Altraub woman is or whatever. But you know what, you know, Don Morgan, you know what it probably, Chris, you know what it probably is? What really is at play here? I bet she's dumpy. I bet she's a dumpy bisexual person. And dumpy chicks, I don't care if you're gay or straight, dumpy chicks hate pretty chicks. They just do. 
So you're saying her attitude is based on the fact she's that jealous. She's probably not attractive to the general population. She's bisexual but can't practice. Because <laughs> nobody's interested. Hey, let's take a look. Luz Altraum. Uh, let's do this live on the air. Why not? There we go. Luz. No, that's Lux. No, Luz. Lose. Lose. Images. Not Stop changing my damn letter. It's Z, not an X. All right. Yeesh. <laughs> who, who is it you're looking up? Luz, L-U-Z, A-L-P-T-R-A-U-M. You forgot the L-G-B-T. Let's see here. Yeesh. If it's the person I'm looking at right now, then I'm right. I'm absolutely right if that's her. Because yeesh, she's kind of a dumpy chick. Yeah, see, that's what it is. Dumpy chicks hate pretty chicks who get a lot of attention. Got to wrap a pork chop around her neck to get the dog to play with her. <laughs> or a chicken head. 210-599-5555. She's not that bad. Is the one, is the, the brunette I'm looking at? Right. Glasses. Oh, she ain't, she ain't no Kristen Cinema. Well, no, <laughs> but. Got to sneak up on a glass of water to get a drink. I'm just. No. <laughs> I mean, she ain't. She ain't gnaw your own arm off, you know. It's uh, ugly, but I'm just saying she's she's not. She ain't she ain't Kristen Cinema. Two beers, three beers, six pack. Maybe nine. I'm just saying nine and a sedative. I, I'm just. But she pays for the Uber home. Yeah, <laughs> she's got it. Yeah, absolutely. God Almighty. I'm just saying she ain't hot like Kristen Cinema's hot. You know, that's all. That's all. It is weird when you think about bisexuals and, like, if you're a dude you, and uh, it's a bisexual woman, you can still hook up with her and you're technically, like, going gay for the night. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, yeah, here's <laughs> the first thing I notice, though, because right. you, you do the image search on these people. Right. She's not smiling in any of these photographs. It's because she's unhappy. What's the Because other girls are prettier than she is. Well, you know, I mean. She's unhappy, and that's why she writes the way she does. Well, like many of the businesses across the country, she has a help wanted sign. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Bach. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. Here's Sam. Sam, how you doing? Hey, good morning, senor brother. Hey. You know, you were talking about, you know, you're, you're not uh, Democratic, you know, if you you're not, I mean, you're not black if you don't vote Democrat. Right. You know, they're all about this inclusion stuff, right? Right. They include everybody only if you believe as they do. That's right. And then they exclude the hell out of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They include, they inclusion, include everybody, but not you deplorables, not you Republicans, not you people who believe in life, you know. But, right. Hey, you if, know, you were talking about beers. How many beers does it take? Mickey Gilly hit it right on the head. They all get better looking at closing time, baby. <laughs> Been there, done that. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Have a good one, brother. <laughs> you too. Bye. But that's when they turn the lights on. See how you are. You know, I'm, I'm looking at this. Uh, this story is a couple of days old. I don't know if Don Morgan's had a chance to look at this yet. I, I got this from the Daily Mail. So out of the UK. And 
it's a, it's an American it's an American chick who is on Reddit, and she's at her father's funeral, and and nobody knows who she is, and she's taking sexy pictures. She's taking like selfies, and she's she's got a tight little cocktail dress on, and she's posing with the stiff in the background. The, the old man is in the box right behind her. Yeah. And the, and the casket's open. Because you see the photographs, you think, you know, wow, she's beautiful. She is hot, yeah. And then you look at what's, because, you know, you don't really pay attention to what's hey. going on behind her or around her until you get past the fact that she's gorgeous. And then you look and it's like, hey, there's a dead guy it's, lying behind it's, her. It's her father. It's her dad. It's her own father, man. <laughs> so weird. She hashtag dadless. Oh, my God. Hashtag never forgotten. It's like we're looking at your ass. Your dead dad is right behind you. Right. Boy, he must be proud. I'm sure he is. <laughs> like at one point she's doing pouty lips while prote- doing this kind of contrived, like she's praying, you know, mm, right. while making duck lips. You know, I mean, come on, man. What is wrong with people? <laughs> Oddly, though, I can't stop looking at the pictures. Because <laughs> on Reddit, she's like, oh, how trashy. What's wrong with you? But she is cute. She is Look past the dead guy behind her. Hashtag good morning. <laughs> yeah, I expect her to like crawl on the on the guy's body on, on her old man's body and like start you know posing, like like beach poses, you know, oh. sitting on the old man's dead body. Okay, this has just been a great show. Um, two one zero five five nine fifty five fifty five. Coming up next, I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> well, we've got chicken heads and dead bodies. Let's keep the macabre going. Here. <laughs> well, it's Halloween time, you know. Why not? It's Sean on News Talk Five Fifty KTSA. We never closed a single business in our state, and we were the only state that made that decision. Uh, we also, in fact, I didn't define even what an essential business was. I didn't believe that I had the authority as governor to tell any business in this state that they weren't essential. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Christy Noem, Christy Noem, she rocks. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I am a little silly today because I'm tired. I stayed up and watched most of the game last night. It was kind of a sad game to watch. Not a lot of action. Except for the guy who took the pitch in his leg, and his leg, he broke his leg, and he threw 16 more pitches? Damn. But as far as a game in general, it's kind of a drag. Actually, Rudy J. Uh, from ESPN is coming up in a few minutes, and he was there last night. He and Rob uh, from the morning show over at uh, uh, the Sports Star actually drove to Houston last night to see the game, and then they drove back to go on the air. They got back around 2 a.m. Because I just talked to him a few minutes ago. And uh, they're both looking a little peaked. You ever hear that word before, peaked? I saw, been... saw Rudy in the hallway at about 5.30, 5.45 mm. this morning. Right. Yeah. He's looking a little peaked. He wasn't his normal chipper self. <laughs> they're not sure. known for their sanity, though, in that end of the building. Well, well you know. Yeah. Um, and one of the other things, the only other news story that came out of the game last night. Well, tonight's the game, another game tonight at 7, right? Game 2. Game two, you have this guy. It's like the only other interesting thing about the game last night. So it was kind of a not a great game, not a fun game to watch. I, I made it till about the eighth inning. 
which is late enough, about 10, 10.30 for me. Uh, but there's this guy, they got a picture of him, uh, and he's holding up a sign, The Chop is Racist. The Chop is Racist. And he's talking about, right, Chris, with the Atlanta Braves, because they're Braves, that's like, cause it's Braves, are, they, Braves is engines. And so, they're, they, you know, they do the chop, you know, the tomahawk chop. And people do this to support the team. One schmuck is standing there with a sign saying the chop is racist. Does he mean pork chop? You know, God, there's just one in every crowd, isn't there? One, you know, obviously not a Braves fan. I guess not. Hey, is the chop racist? Somebody want to call me up and tell me, is the chop racist? Because it's what, making fun of engines? Most Native Americans that I've met over the years don't give a crap about this stuff. They really don't. They don't mind being called Indians, even though they're not, they're not from India. They don't care. You know, they, they want uh, uh, you know a better life on the reservation if that's where they're living. But I've, I've yet to meet a Native American who, who cares about any of this stuff. I grew up in Redskins country, right? And what, what are they now, Washington's football team? Is that still a generic football team X? And, and the people who were mo- more pissed off about the Redskins thing, when, as far back as I can remember, were honkies. We're, we're, we're uppity, sanctimonious, liberal Caucasians. I didn't know one Native person, one traditional person, who who gave a crap about the team being called the Redskins. And could you imagine, can you imagine being the one guy? This guy made a sign, dude. This guy made a sign. The the chop is racist. He, he, he brought his sign in with him. Now he's famous now because I'm talking about him. I'm looking at him. You gotta, he's got a, the picture is now, you know, a news story. But man, can't you just enjoy the game? That's, see, that's what I love about baseball. Baseball, if you think about it, is largely politics free. You really don't see a lot of this woke crap when it comes to baseball, all right? You really don't. If, there, if it's out there, I haven't seen it. You know, uh, not in any great, not, not like you see in other sports, you know, not nearly as much, if, if, uh, if at all. And you know why? Because, man, people love ba- When you go to a baseball game, you just lo- people is just enjoying watching a baseball game, man. Politics free. That's why I love, one of the many reasons I love baseball. I mean, I grew up watching it. You know, baseball's a big deal where I grew up. And my family, my brother was a big Orioles fan growing up. And then I became a big old Denver Rockies fan when I was out there. And I, just, I love baseball because I find it interesting because it's a, it's a very difficult game, I think. But, uh, you know, also it's, it's relaxing to watch baseball. Well, it can get kind of tense sometimes. But, you know, I, it, when I watch baseball, I am not thinking about politics. I'm just watching a damn game, man. Just watching a damn game. And then there's this one show. I'm going to take uh, uh, the chop is racist side to the game. Well, he's just another person like the, the girl earlier, just looking for attention. You know, look at me. Look at what I'm doing. Yeah, and he got it, you know. But I, I find comfort in knowing that he paid a pretty penny to be able to do that. He, You paid for that fame, buddy. And the game sucked. <laughs> That's who you are, you schmuck. Okay, you paid all that freaking money to go to a series game so you could hold up your little you champion's racist, and the game sucked. All that money for nothing. Hope you enjoy your 15 minutes, you poopy head. 210-599-5555. I don't know where the hell that came from.
Richard's been on hold for uh, an hour. Richard, what do you want? Yeah. Hey. Hey there, Sean. Uh, hey. I agree with you. The game sucked last night. It is kind of drag. But uh, I called in about Christian cinema. She's hot, isn't she? You know, She's a hot bisexual. She's so hot. Yeah. I'm, if I wasn't married, I, no, I'm not going to say that on the radio. Yeah. You, well, you already did. Okay. So what, what do you think? What do you think about her? <laughs> uh, uh, you remember? You remember about a week ago when the fembots chased her into the bathroom? The fembots. Yes. I remember that. Uh, which bathroom did she go into? I never heard. I think it was a ladies' room. It was a ladies' room because there's a dude in there, and people were like, hmm? <laughs> so she went into a ladies' room, which is where she should go because biologically she's a girl. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, she is a girl. Oh, yeah. No she sure it. as hell is. I'm sorry. All right, I got to go. Yeah, my wife's listening. I can't stay. I got to stop talking talking the smack. My wife just texted me as she's awake. She, hers are, today's her day off. So I, I wasn't talking about how hot Kristen Cinema is, baby, if you're listening. <laughs> if I get the punk ass text. Right. I know she heard that stuff. She's gonna rip your face off like a scab when you get home. <laughs> like a scab. <laughs> she popped my head like a zit. <laughs> because she knows what you've been talking about. I just I like to be offensive. I, I love I truly enjoy offending people. Now most of the people listening to this show are laughing along with us. Right. You know, but the people who who would be offended by anything I've said on this program or, or or any other day, that brings me joy when I offend them. I want to be offensive. I want to piss people off. I love offending people. I live to offend people. Buy my book of poems. You'll see. A lot of offensive crap in there. The N-word's in there. It's terrible. It's so racist and misogynist. Talk about boobies in my poems, you know. So, yeah, it's very offend- I love offending people, whether it's in writing or it's on the air. I, people need to be offended. I love offending people. I really do. So, how does that make you feel, sweetheart? Go make me a sandwich. Yeah, that's one of my favorite lines. Talking about feminist, you know, you know really ultra feminist. I bet you use that line a lot at your house. You can never say it at home. That's why he says it here. Yeah. Well, I don't say that crap. I don't tell my wife to go make me a sandwich. No, because you would die. Well, no, I would die. She'd make me a sandwich if I asked yeah, her. She'd make you a oh. sandwich, all right, with decon on it. Decon. Die, crippled. What is it? Same thing. Speaking of sandwiches, okay, this is funny, and I don't. We we don't know who this person is. Chris brought this to my attention. No good lord. Chris and I both enjoy. Chris, are you cool with me going on here with this? Too late. Um, <laughs> Chris and I enjoy those ready, those little ready-made meals at H E B. Meal simple. Meal right. simple. Like I like the one with the little steak and the lobster tail. Well, there's a whole bunch of them. There's all yeah, kinds of. There's dozens of them. And they're great. That's right. brilliant. Brilliant crap. There, you know. I mean, you can get it. You got pesto with shrimp. I mean, I, I love those things. But apparently, Chris, <laughs> they have one. That's a PB and J with pretzels. With pretzels. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. Right, because it's there's in the one, fridge. There's one in the fridge. Now let's think about this for a second, okay? How much does the quick me- or the the meal simple cost with the PB and J and the pretzels? What do you think? Like five six bucks maybe. Five or six bucks. For five or six bucks, you could buy the stuff you need to make your own damn PB and J. Several of them. Several of them. Right. Why would you spend that money? 
on a pre-made peanut butter. Who's the person in this building, okay, that, that is so even more slothful than I am what? that you buy a pre-made PB&J? I want to know who you are. Who is the person most likely to not be allowed to handle sharp objects? That's probably who I, it is. You know, I'm serious, man. But this comes with pretzels. Well, oh, so see? what? You can get a pre- bag of pretzels out of the Lance machine. I know you're right. I just I want to know who this person is. Well, that's the thing I thought was funny because obviously these are available for you know kids. Because I, I I don't even I've never seen these, so I don't know if they're in a different section. Like if there's a kids menu. Section I don't know, but I understand you're not buying a pre-made deli sandwich, right? What a pre-made PB and J, and it's in our refrigerator in the other room. Apparently, right? See, they eat it. I don't know. Now, there's two people who come to mind when I know with knowing that it's there. Who? Uh, Pledge down the hall. James Pledger. James Pledger. Why is he fancy? Well, because he just you know he's fancy. He eats like he's twelve. <laughs> honest to God, he's forty years old and he eats like he's twelve. And he never gains an ounce. He doesn't. I, I hate, hate him. him. Yeah, I, just, and then, I resent then that. Chris deeply. would probably do something like that. Chris, you wouldn't buy a pre-made PB and J because Chris is too logical, and people who are illogical bother him. So the fact that somebody bought a pre-made PB&J bothers Chris. It bothers him. All right? I can tell it bothers him. Because why wouldn't you just not buy a loaf of freaking bread for 99 cents? All right. Uh, Paulie, you're a Native American. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Great. What are you thinking? You know... With the Washington Redskins and the Braves, um, and zero offense. Doesn't bother you at all? Not even remotely. It's um, I've always viewed it as paying homage. Right. Um, not something that's uh, making fun of. I, I'm not bothered by people wearing sacred headdresses or, um, you know, dressing up as Indians. None of that bothers me. Well, good. That's what, that's what I've heard my whole life. Yeah, and and I'm married to a black man, and he feels the same about, (laughs) you know, Aunt Jemima or any of the other racist connotations that happen in the black community. It's, God, we've got so much bigger problems. I concur. um, Than brands paying homage or respect, what I see as respect. They're called the Braves, right? They're not called right. the scaredy cat Indians. They're called the Braves. Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? So exactly. Well, Polly, thank yeah. you so much for the for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. Is it misogynist if I say that I expected a dude? But I guess you, you Paulette, Pauline, Polly. God, I'm just offensive as hell today. I really am. Well, who'd you think it was? Uh, Pauly from the Rocky movies on the phone? <laughs> Pauly. Paul it was spelled P-O-L-L-Y. Oh, Polly. Right. Chris was a Polly? So somebody in this building uh, sp- spent about six bucks on a pre-made PB&J. Just want to put that out there. We're going to find out who you are. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Who's Talk 550 KTSA. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Hey, it's Sean. Rudy Jay's here from ESPN, the morning show. <laughs> After a long night at the game last night. You know what? I, I came down the hall and my first thing is, I despise you both. I hate you both. I know. I heard a little birdie told me you had an impression of me. 
No. About some tickets? No. Yeah. A little birdie? No. I got people. No. I might keep my ear to the streets. Do it. And I, I can't heard, do it now. I can't. I, heard, I can't. I can't, you can't do, it. do it on the spot. I know I it's got to be organic on command. It's right. got to be. I agree. Yeah. I'm with you on that. It's got to be organic. I actually rolled out my Rob Thompson in, uh, uh, impression <laughs> yesterday. Rob. So tell me, what's up, man? Did you go to the game last night? This is Sean Rima <laughs> from KTSA down the hall. Now you went to the game, didn't yes. you? Yes. Yes. Had a blast. <laughs> I mean, I'm tired. Well, you guys, because you left, I think probably soon after you got off the air, didn't you? Yeah, we. Well, I had to go home and figure stuff out with right. the with the kids, like make sure they were going to be good. Right. We left at two, got there around five thirties because of traffic. Right. Then God, we that's got a long boy yeah, drive. Then we to got Houston. back on the road around about eleven eleven thirty. Good lord, man! So we got here at two thirty. So then I was like, you know what? If I go to sleep, I'm not going to get up. I'm going to miss the show. So Did you guys just we stay both, up? We both said, hey, uh, go take a shower, stay up, so we don't miss the show. Damn, So man. I'm running on about 28 hours straight, but I'll be all right. I got the rest of the day, you know? So you're going to crash out soon. I'm going to crash home, out. Man. I'm on adrenaline right now and heavily caffeinated. <laughs> you know, and it wasn't a great game. I mean, It was it, a horrible <laughs> game. I mean, it was, a great bucket, it was a great bucket list to check off, but the game was trash. The Astros were trash. Right. The beer was 16 bucks. Oh, God. He won beer. 16. 16. I know, because, well, a serious game, it's even more probably than a regular Ooh. game. Oh, my God. Then it's Houston people. <laughs> there's, then there's Houston they think, people. They think, yeah, you know I mean? They think they're, you know, better than the air fryer. <laughs> I'm like, God, get off your high horse, Houston people. Y'all are all right. You know? You ain't from San Antonio, man. Yeah. San Antonio's a much better place. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't live in Houston, man. Oh, God, no. All the tolls. No. You leave Houston, the next thing you know, two weeks later, you get a toll bill for 30 bucks, and you have no <laughs> idea that you're even on tolls. Highway robbery, man. It is. <laughs> Highway <laughs> robbery. Literally. You know, it's funny because watching. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all week. You know, uh, what? what's funny is that, you know, I, I, I remember doing mornings at, like, rock stations. Where you were expected to like party with the clients and, and like the bars and, and strip still clubs, get up. yeah. Because you reminded me of that. Because like you know you you'd party till like one or two in the morning, and then go on the air. And half the time, you know, this is years ago. Half the time, you still got a slight buzz from the night before. Going. Oh, easy. I don't That's know how rock you and roll radio, man. See, like last night, I had one beer because the long drive. Right, right. And that beer after I come down, mm-hmm. I get sleepy. Oh so yeah. I was like, I wasn't gonna leave Rob because Rob drove. But I stayed awake with them. Right. Oh, all that. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be the douche that goes to sleep on somebody (laughs) on I ten. You don't want to be that. Yeah, don't do. Don't be that guy. Don't (laughs) Don't be that that guy. guy. Don't be that guy. That's terrible. So, (laughs) I made. I we stayed up and told war stories. Oh, did you roll radio stories? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You put two radio guys together. Yeah. Oh gosh, you can imagine. He's been. I've been in fifteen. He's been in a thousand. Right. So you can imagine. And you remember this guy? No. (laughs) Well, let me tell you a story about. But the next thing you know, you're in San Antonio. Right. You know? Right, because radio guys, I guess, we like to talk. Dude. Did you ever make it with a chick in the studio? (laughs) No comment. (laughs) Glasgow's like, yeah. (laughs) Well, in a radio van once. Anyway, listen. Wow. Yeah. Hey, did you, see the, the did you see the Amazon driver that did that? No. Look Look up the video. There's an Amazon truck. All you see is the back door fly open, and then you see this young lady get out. And then you see the Amazon driver telling her bye. And everybody's like, well, damn, no wonder my packages are late. <laughs> you, you dudes, and they smell funny. <laughs> yeah, you dudes. 
You dudes are taking timeouts. In the in the bed, yeah, don't be doing that on my uh, yeah. on my poetry book, man. When I'm ordering my crap from Amazon, dude, that's just unsanitary. But at least they place my packages down nice and neat. Yes, FedEx. can you get the chick in the van on Prime? <laughs> um, yeah, I know you gotta go, Rudy J. Man, go get some sleep, man. <laughs> Love you, Sean. Love you too, Later, Rudy J. The sports uh, star. Morning show on ESPN, 7 to 10, Monday through Friday with Rob Thompson and Rudy J, man. Great guys. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Did I just admit to having date night in a radio van while my wife is listening? Yeah. Baby, that was in like the mid-90s, baby. That was a long time ago. You, you couldn't. Do, first off, I'd be incapable of doing it these days. And secondly... You, you know, it's just you get to be at a certain age, Don Morgan, and it just doesn't sound like something fun to do. <laughs> everyone do that once, only once, <laughs> at least once. I once did one time, man. She was my girlfriend. It wasn't like I picked some chick up and you know at the at the <laughs> oh, that's bad at the local tavern. Say, hey, you want to go jump in the van? No, I wasn't. Ever been in a radio van? <laughs> been a radio van. Want to see an inflatable? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> All those cables can be kind of uncomfortable. All right. Not right. um, to mention the you know the bumper sticker that just happens to be lying around on the floor or something. <laughs> and another one. And another one. You got, home, you got a bumper sticker on your ass. All right. Two one zero five nine. Ooh, a text. Is it my wife? Yep. Let's take a look here. Punk ass. Yeah, you're dead. You're deader than hell. Punk. Yeah, I'm hearing you, punk ass. Oh, man. <laughs> that was a long, long time ago, baby. 210599. I was young and stupid. So you <laughs> just strolled up to some woman in a bar and said, you no, want to see the back of the radio? No, she was my girlfriend. Wow, no, okay. we just thought it would be but funny. But that's initially how you met. No, well, I don't know if I met her in a bar. Yeah, probably. You never meet anybody of quality in a bar. Remember that. That's where I met my first wife. Okay. Two ones. <laughs> so you just strolled up to a girl and said, will you be my girlfriend? No, dude, I had a girlfriend, and we hopped in the van one night. I'm just saying. God, I'm just digging the hole deeper, aren't I? Oh, look, another text. Now you're old and dumb. <laughs> oh. I said, that sounds young and dumb, and that's like, now you're old and dumb. Well, you got me there, baby. I love you, sweetheart. Uh, two one zero five nine. <laughs> You want to get in the van? <laughs> yeah, I'll show up. I'll show up with the van. Hey, uh, Greg, you mind if I borrow the keys to the van? I just want to take a look and see what's inside. No, did you, Greg, did you listen to the show this morning? <laughs> oh, good. Can I borrow the van for a couple of hours? How are the shocks? 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. <laughs> Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Merrick Garland is on the griddle today. Uh, he's uh, he's being asked about... Uh, is it is, This must be in the House. Uh, about uh, this DOJ business of uh, of going after soccer moms who show up to... School board meetings. And, you know, we we also found out some interesting things. And there was a huge uh, protest in Loudoun County, Virginia, uh, calling for the superintendent of Loudoun County Schools, Scott Ziegler, to resign or be fired. 
because uh, essentially what they're saying, right, and you know this, that, that parents who show up to these meetings are upset about things like critical race theory and the fact that dudes can go into girls' bathrooms uh, are domestic terrorists, right? And they want to use the Patriot Act. And we know that they they worked with the White House on crafting this letter to Merrick Garland, who is right now you know, giving his testimony. And uh, emails came. And you remember the the, the 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 kid who wore the skirt, and he goes into a bathroom in one school, and he rapes. I think he sodomized a, 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 a female student in the bathroom. And uh, then uh, they so they move him to a different school. I don't know why they didn't move him to jail. And he does it again. And the father of the second young lady uh, went to one of these meetings and was really you know, obviously very upset. And they end up arresting him. Point The, the thing is, though, that the, the school board, including the Scott Ziegler, denied having any record of these assaults. Well, then emails come out last week showing that, yeah, he, he did know about it. <laughs> about a month he sends, a month before, uh, they, you know, claimed that they had no record of these assaults. He, he sends an email, uh, to, uh, to uh, somebody else on the, uh, one of the boards, uh, one of the school, on the school board, member of the school board, May twenty eighth. So a full month before he tells this father in open session or whatever you'd call it with the school board uh, that they have, and some of the other members said the same thing. They had no record of these assaults. Well, the hell they didn't. You know who the domestic terrorist is, don't? I mean, they they lied. They outright lied. The domestic terrorist is Merrick Garland, Scott Ziegler, and all these other pukes on these school boards across the country. They don't want you knowing what they're teaching your child. They don't want to protect your daughters in a in a girl's bathroom because that would be transphobic. They're the domestic terrorists, man. I can't. I haven't been able to verify this, but I've heard because see, in in Texas, you can't teach critical race theory, right? You're not supposed to. It's illegal. I, I'm still working on a on a story that that I might be able to verify, and I'm not going to say where, uh, what school district, where, but uh, I, I've just I've heard stuff. Stuff has come to my attention that. Uh, maybe in in certain uh, a certain school district, which I'm not going to name, that they they might actually be having get-togethers where they discuss how to teach critical race theory without teaching critical race theory, which of course would be illegal here in, in Texas. So if they're doing that, you're breaking the law. And you know what? I'm working on it. <laughs> And what I know is, it, 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 you know, pans out to be true. It's like, ooh, boy. That's a bozo no-no. And the reason there's this obsession with critical race theory, and I've said this before, uh, is because the Democrats lost a lot of blacks uh, in the Trump era. They went over to Trump. Because they found out that Trump was actually doing stuff for them. <laughs> and not just using them for their expected vote.
Trump wasn't the one out there saying that black people are too lazy and stupid to get a photo ID to vote. And they got, they're getting sick of it. You got a lot of black parents who are showing up to these, uh, to these school board meetings and, uh, uh, and they're upset about critical race theory. They don't want their, their own kids being taught that. But in the, in the simplistic Democrat mind, in the, in the simplistic, uh, and, and, uh, singular or, or, or one-dimensional thinking of your average liberal idiot, okay? They think they can trick black people back into voting for Democrats with this critical race stuff. Get them when they're young and teach them that they're victims and that whitey is bad. Who's the racist in the room? Who's the real domestic terrorist in the room? You tell me. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. Final few moments of the show. I'm Sean. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Happy birthday to Sylvia Plath. One of my favorite poets. Largely forgotten these days. By most, well, so are most poets. Uh, it's Boxer, Short, Boxer Shorts Day. We talked about this on Wearing Rima earlier. Boxer Shorts Day. And, you know, the, you know, the obvious question, right, Chris? And the obvious question is boxers or briefs. Boxers or briefs. Hey, call us up. What kind of underwear do you have on? 210-599. Tell us about your underwear. 210-599-5555. I don't like boxer shorts because of the bunching. I don't like the bunching, Chris. They bunch. Boxers bunch. Okay? And I don't want my underwear to bunch up on me. Then how come you go to Walmart wearing them? That was a different story. I don't like boxers because they they bunch. I need support. And uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. So I wear briefs when I bother. And uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Chris is just looking at me with a stare. I'm wearing underwear, dude. I'm just messing with you. I wear underwear every day. I'm just kidding. I'm I'm I'm, I'm kidding. I don't I don't go without underwear, man. Especially not in sweatpants. I I wear sweatpants every day to work. It's called business cash cash. And uh well, I, I got to have comfort, man. I I'm, I got a condition, so I got to be comfortable. And so you, 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 this is fascinating stuff. You got Chris, you have to wear underwear when you're wearing sweatpants. You just sort of have to it's not really an option to go without underwear. Do you know what I mean? It's like when chicks wear tank tops. You really got to have the bra going, right? I'm wearing one right now. Uh, so, you know, Chris, what you, boxers or briefs? And tell me about your underwear. Boxer briefs. Boxer briefs? Are there such a thing as boxer briefs? Yes. Well, what the hell is that? What's a boxer brief? Well, what is it? Briefs like boxers. But that doesn't... I don't you ever understand. heard of boxer briefs? No. Don Morgan. Oh, is he on the phone? Tom I don't think he wants to participate. He can't come on the show because he's doing new stuff, his precious new stuff. He's doing his job. Uh, oh, look, I got a call coming in, too. See how you are. Oh, you do? See how you are. They're, I mean, they're boxer briefs. But, but they're, they're, are they briefs with boxer-like tendencies, or are they... 
boxers with brief-like tendencies. Yes. I cleared that up. <laughs> the other thing is, uh, this is another lifestyle story. The Tropicana, the orange, orange, orange juice people, orange juice, that they're, they're putting out their own toothpaste because they say that orange juice sucks after you brush your teeth because it makes it taste funny. And so they got their own toothpaste that they're putting out for a limited time only that doesn't have the crap in it that makes the orange juice taste like crap. Or hell, or whatever you want to say. It tastes like hell, it tastes like crap. You know, if, you, if, if, if that's really important to you, you're just thinking way too much about orange juice and toothpaste. I'm just saying, man. And then Chris and I found yet another dietary or food thing that we disagree on. Chris is big into pulp. Chris, you like to pulp, don't you? Lots of pulp. You like lots of pulp, don't you? Don't you, you little booger. I don't like pulp at all. I hate it. Well, I mean, I don't want to eat a fruit salad while I'm drinking a glass of OJ. I love orange juice, but I'm non-pulp. I don't want any pulp. Well, the pulp reminds you it's orange juice. I don't need to be reminded it's orange juice. I know it's orange juice. It's orange. It's juice. It authenticates the orange juice. No, nah, I don't like pulp. It's icky. It's puro. It's, it's what? It's puro. It's what? Puro? Sure. <laughs> it's puro. My cat puros, too. I um, you mean Jar Jar? Just couldn't get through the show without it, could you? Chris, once again, my cat's name is Jarvis. Jarvis. Um, you know, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna tell a story about my wife that'll embarrass her. So, um, <laughs> she's listening. You're what, already gonna get beaten up. <laughs> well, I might as well go for it. Go for unconscious. When I first moved, when I first moved, because I love orange juice, man. I drink, uh, orange juice keeps my ass alive, man. That's the only thing keeping me alive is the fact that I drink orange juice, okay? I need that shot of vitamin C. So I first moved in with my wife. <laughs> I said, baby, if you go to the HEB today, can you pick my, pick the old man up some orange juice? She's like, Sure, Mr. John, Mr. John. And so, you know, I, I come home that night. I'm like, baby, where's the orange juice? I'm like, right there. I'm like, it's Sunny D. <laughs> She's like, yes, orange juice. I'm like, that's, that's Sunny D, baby. Sunny D. I'm like, Sunny D ain't orange juice, okay? It's juice that's orange. <laughs> <laughs> it's a substance, some kind of liquid that's orange. <laughs> but it's not orange juice. But you know what? Then I got hooked on Sunny D, and I started drinking Sunny D, man. That's just like pouring a, a a jar of sugar down your throat. You know what I mean? Just a jar of sugar. Liquid sunshine. Liquid sunshine. Sunny D. <laughs> How many people out there like the Sunny D? Sounds like a rap star, doesn't it? They should make it with pulp. <sighs> It'd have to be fake pulp. Well, they make it out of plastic. Sunny D. I actually, uh, I like, uh, I like, uh, orange juice, but I like that, I like the mixed up orange juice. Like, I like the strawberry banana orange juice. The, actually, my favorite is, my favorite is the pineapple banana orange juice. That's the, that's my favorite. Pineapple, uh, uh, pineapple, uh, uh, what did I just say? Pineapple banana orange juice? He said, yeah, something like that. I like, I like to be fancy with my orange juice. I don't like to pulp, but I want to be fancy. What do you want, Ray? Oh, sorry, I'm just kidding. What's going on, man? <laughs> Ray. Hey, yes, Ray. Sir. Ray. How you doing? Hey, what's up? What are you thinking? Hey, what's up? Oh, I was just thinking about boxer briefs, uh, 
You know, they asked Joe Biden the same thing and what he wears. He says, uh, it depends. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> He's not here all week. Thank you, Ray. That's a good one. Good one, man. It depends. Yeesh. I don't want to think about Joe Biden's underwear ever again. I don't ever want to think about that again. That is just. Chris, why do I suddenly smell cheese and mothballs and mummy dust? <laughs> All right, that's the show. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, Rudy J, and uh, my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.